Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Kelly Marzak, manager at MegCorp Fuel Consulting. We've talked before, but let's, again, for our listeners' sake, do a quick overview on MegCorp so that they kind of know where you're coming from as you talk about the involvement with the Minnesota corn growers. Well, MegCorp is a fuel consulting company based in Plymouth, Minnesota, and we've worked with Minnesota corn to provide education about ethanol to a variety of audiences throughout the state, including fleets in the fuel industry, but also younger audiences, including students at community colleges and tech schools in automotive, small engine, and power sports programs, and now at the high school level as well. And let's let's connect that dot between MegCorp and, and Minnesota Corn, how that relationship started and, and how you both collaborate with each other. For more than eight years now, we have been providing workshops for auto technician students. Those workshops provide an in-depth look at both gasoline and ethanol, including production, fuel characteristics, benefits, and troubleshooting. Minnesota has been a national leader in availability of higher ethanol blends like E85 and now E15 or unleaded 88. And their future customers will be utilizing these fuel blends. So we also cover various ethanol blends that are available at Minnesota fuel pumps. This helps them understand which vehicles and equipment should use each blend. Of course, any gasoline vehicle 2001 or newer can use E15. Flex fuel vehicles can use any blend up to E85. Of course, flex fuel vehicles are flexible and you can use E85 when it's available or E15 and E10 when it's not. All those fuels in the same tank, no buttons to push or switches to flip. A benefit in educating young people about the the differences and and what to look for at the pump as they get their driver's licenses and, and grow into adults who travel. What about for those young people who might be aspiring to be mechanical, auto technicians, what you provide from an educational standpoint that will help them kind of understand the ins and outs of, of vehicles that run on, say, higher blends of ethanol? Well, it's very important for those who will be our future service technicians to have an understanding of gasoline, of ethanol, and the various blends that are available and in use by their customers. The goal of the workshops that we provide to those tech school and community college students is that those future technicians enter the workforce with an understanding of gasoline and ethanol and how they work together to power vehicles and equipment. You know, we've all heard of someone being told maybe not to use E10 in their small equipment or not to put E85 in their FSE or something similar. One of our goals is to prevent that from happening. Having knowledge about the available ethanol blends and their compatibility with vehicles and equipment will help those technicians to more accurately diagnose problems and make accurate recommendations about the use of ethanol blends. There are many myths out there about ethanol, and and often these myths are passed down from generation to generation. Those myths about ethanol sometimes are from a performance standpoint, and sometimes they are about maybe ethanol's benefits to the environment, and information provided in the class can help to clarify those myths. For example, that myth that you should not use the common 10% ethanol blend in small engines or in your off-road engines. It's often claimed that you'll have water problems or phase separation if you use ethanol blends, especially in those small engines. But in fact, 10% ethanol blends are fine to use in all those engines and have been improved by the manufacturers, and you can find that in your owner's manual. More than 95% of the gasoline sold in the U.S. now contains 10% ethanol, and that's the one they expect you'll be using. Issues with small engines often occur because they're used sporadically, and then they sit for extended periods of time with partially full tanks of fuel. Whether you're using an ethanol blend or not, this can result in degradation of your fuel. Empty space in the fuel tank allows room for air to fill and includes air includes both water and oxygen, of course. And as temperatures cool, water will condense out of the air in the tank and into the fuel. 
too much water in your fuel and it will drop out once it reaches that saturation point. Ethanol blends actually hold more water in suspension than gasoline without ethanol, and it pulls it through and out of the system as the fuel is used. Oxygen in contact with your gas also leads to fuel degradation. So fuel issues like these can prevent it with proper maintenance best practices and keeping your tank full, seal it tightly when it's not in use to prevent that air in the headspace or empty the fuel fully from the system. You may have also heard common myths like it takes more energy to produce ethanol than it delivers, that we're using all the corn to produce ethanol instead of food, and that it produces no or very limited reduction in greenhouse gas emissions. In the workshop, we highlight ethanol's positive life cycle energy balance, more than two units of energy results for each unit of energy used in production, the important co-products of ethanol production, including animal feed, and its ability to, to significantly reduce life cycle greenhouse gas emissions compared to gasoline. The latest studies show a nearly 50% reduction in life cycle greenhouse gas emissions for ethanol. While these myths may not directly be related to fixing a car, having negative perceptions of a fuel for any reason can negatively influence your beliefs about that fuel's ability to perform correctly. So correcting these misconceptions provides the technicians with information to help them develop a positive perception about ethanol so that they can then provide accurate recommendations regarding use of ethanol blends. And of course, one of ethanol's most popular benefits is its high octane rating. Students also learn how ethanol provides a clean, low-cost source of octane to increase that octane rating of gasoline and about future opportunities for meeting increasing vehicle fuel efficiency targets by using high-octane, low-carbon, mid-level ethanol blunts like E30 and pairing them with downsized, high-compression, turbocharged engines. Kelly, walk us through how MedCorp gets connected with these students. Well, MedCorp has been providing these workshops for more than eight years now, and we've developed relationships with the instructors and the program leads at community college and tech schools throughout the state. Students and their instructors have shared over and over again how much they appreciate the presentation and feel that the information provided in the workshop is valuable to them, both in the class and for their future careers, that it helps to clarify their concerns or myths that they've heard about ethanol. And the instructors ask us to come back again year after year to educate the next class of technicians. So in a typical year, we're providing about 15 workshops or more and and reaching more than 400 students. So once we've made the connection with those instructors, then we've been able to continue those classes each year, and they'll provide recommendations, of course, to other technicians throughout the state as well. Anything else about the curriculum or the partnership with Minnesota Corn that you want to make sure we talk about today? Reaching people at younger ages is is very important. Teenagers are starting to understand the role of petroleum in the U.S. and the impact that our energy use independence can have on the environment, on the economy, on energy security. They're learning about products and choices and policies that have different impacts on the environment and the economy. Having an understanding of ethanol and the benefits it provides to fuel as well as to the environment and local economy is also important. Of course, in Minnesota, we don't have any fossil fuel resources of our own. We have to import all that we use. So the feedstocks for ethanol are grown in Minnesota and the fuel is also produced here in the state. We can make that connection between what is grown on Minnesota farms and the fuel they're using now or we'll be using in the real skills in the future. And so this helps them evaluate those options that are available to them and make educated decisions about those fuel and vehicle choices. And there's been a renewed push again recently to move to those cleaner, more renewable choices of fuel and to power our vehicles. Electric vehicles are getting a lot of attention, but renewable fuels like ethanol and biodiesel are, are also having a significant impact on greenhouse gas emission reduction. Minnesota Corn has long been a leader in ethanol education and infrastructure development. They have been innovative in their programs to increase the availability and use of higher ethanol blends. And we're proud to be a part of their educational efforts and reaching out to this younger generation of students. To find out more, visit mncorn.org. 